Good morning, gentlemen. We are at the bottom of Sadi Gimel Ahmed Bey's uh, 93b. Wow, we're very deep in the Misakta here. The, um, uh, the question we had is that uh, we're dealing with theft. That's really this chapter is dealing with theft. Hagozo. Hagozo hates him. People that steal wood. And when a person steals something and there's a change to the thing that he took and when he's caught or when he does tshuva or when he's ready to give it back. So the question is, um, what is he obligated to do? So, for example, he took this guy's piece of wool and he dyed it bright orange. And this person doesn't particularly want bright orange back. That's not what was his. So, or on the other hand, what if he put money into it and turned it into something very valuable, but that's not what he stole. So we had the famous rule of the Mishnah that kol hagazlanim mishalmim kashas The value that they pay is uh, the worth at the time it was taken. That's the, that's the, that's the rule that we had. But the real question is, ideally, you should give back what you took. So the real question is, when do we say it's changed enough that you don't give back what you take, you just give back the money? So uh, we had a series of opinions here, uh, and we had the concept of a change that can be undone. If you really don't like what I did with your... Um, uh, how I, the color I dyed your cloth, well, I can bleach it out and turn it back. Uh, and that's what we said before we had two different kinds of dye. Or I can unravel, uh, you know, I knitted something with your, with your um, uh, threads, but I can unravel it. And that, that was part of the question, uh, what do you do in those cases? Do you have him go to the extra trouble to give the original back? Or he's not obligated, he just has to pay. And again, we had a multiple view of opinions. Um, one of the opinions we had is that even when it changes a little bit, you still have to give it back. Uh, and uh, that, was a, uh, that was the opinion of Rav Shimon ben Yehuda, uh, that even with the change, you still give it back in that form. And uh, the Gemara questions whether this, uh, is there other people who have this approach? So Omar Abaye, so we're, that's what we're going to start today, like about nine lines up. Omar Abaye, Rav Shimon ben Yehuda, Beisham, Rav ben Yaakov, Rav Shimon ben Elazar, Rav there are a number of people in a number of different Gemaras, uh, but they all seem to agree to a certain concept, which is, Even if it's changed, it keeps its place. So the one that we just quoted was Rav Shimon ben Yehuda Hada Amrinim. Rav Shimon ben Yehuda, we said already, that was the one that we quoted earlier, that um, uh, the um, even though the... Um, Let's see if we could find the exact words. Um, the, uh, the question was if he, uh, if he dyed it, if he actually dyed it a color. Um, see, the, the, if he dyed it a color, does, does uh, he give it back even though he colored it or, uh, or not? So uh, that was the... So even though he changed it, like Rav Shim Ben Yehuda... He's obligated to, um, uh, he, 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 we say that the shinu b'mekama omed, that the, uh, the change stays where it is. 
looking for the exact words. Um, oh, he said that even though you dyed it, even though you colored the wool, uh, it's, still, uh, it's still the same as the uncolored wool. He was actually talking not about the case of the robber. He was talking about, uh, in the case of the, uh, uh, giving the first wool to the Kohen, you have to have a certain critical mass to be obligated. And the question was, well, what if some of the wool has already been processed? And he says, no, even if it's been colored, it's still looked at as part of the regular wool, and it's all together. So that's the one we quoted already. Now let's mention some of the others. So actually, we probably remember Beishamai because just the words sounded so strange uh, that um, uh, normally we're used to the idea that the hire of a prostitute becomes tainted. Uh, and it was the uh, custom to give a prostitute a small animal for her services. And so those small, the prostitute would have an excess of these animals. And the best place to, uh, that was always in demand for animals was Corbanos. Uh, so somebody might be tempted to use one of these animals that was given as payment to the prostitute. So the question we had is, was, what if somebody gave the prostitute certain foods that were then processed into things that could be used in the Beis Hamikdash? They had a shinoi. They weren't in the form that they were given to the prostitute. Can they still be used in the Beis Hamikdash? So that's what Beis Shammai commented on. And he said that even though it's been changed, not changed enough. We, uh, it's tainted, and we're not going to use it in the base of Migdash. The Tanya, what is that? A person paid a woman with wheat, kernels of wheat, for her services. And she changed it. She, turned, she took it to the grinder and had it ground into flour. Or somebody gave her olives, and she turned it into olive oil. Shemin. Anavim. Anavim. She made it into, uh, I'm sorry, Shemin. She turned it into olive oil. Anavim grapes vasayayim. So can this now be used for the Beis Hamikdash, even though at, at its earlier life it had been used to pay a prostitute, but now it's changed. So Tani Chad Aser, one view is no, Shinu b'mekomo omed, even though it's changed, it's still forbidden. And that's Beis Shammai, v'tani And the other view says, no, it is, it changes enough and it is permitted. So, um, Let's see, Rashi. It's still the same. For the Mizbeach, we don't take such a thing. So as we get ready, it turns him. Gurian de Asporek. Gurian is his name, and his place was Asporek. Anybody know where that is? Again, there's the geography daf that just wants to really know all these places that the all over the world, the Gemara mentions, you know, what is it? Where is it? But it's Asporic. Um, to play a game called Risk that had all these strange countries, you know, Kuputaki, you know, Kuputiki or whatever. That, that's how we learned geography in the old days, right? That's the, uh, uh, that's right. So, but Asporic, most of these places are in Turkey or what they call Asia Minor. I don't need, anybody know what Asia Minor was? <laughs> but, um, any rate, Beishamai Osrim. Beishamai says that uh, these, uh, the change, Shinu b'mekoma omed, the change stays the same, and it's forbidden, Beishelah permitted. My timer. what's the reason of Beishamai? I mean, if the Torah tells you you have these taints, how does he know 
that it's not changed enough. It says also also them. The also comes to include even if it's changed a little bit. So that's a good point. We're saying that even if it's changed, uh, it's one second. Uh, that even if it's changed, it's still forbidden. So uh, then why does Beis Hill argue? We say that no, it's them and not their change. Only the original's forbidden. If it's changed, it's okay. What is it? It says, If they have kids, if the animals that were given the prostitute have kids, then those are acceptable. How do they know that? Tarchish Mamina. They learn not two things. Haim, only the original are forbidden, not if they undergo a change. Haim, below Vladuseim, and only the originals, not the babies. Ubeisil, Namaksiv, Gam, it says also. Gam, Lebeisil, Akasha, we're not really sure what he does with that. It's difficult. So the bottom line is we found opinion number two that even though it's changed, it's not changed enough. So again, the first case was the robber that dies the wool. The second case was the. the prostitute that processes the uh, food that she was given. And in both cases, we have an opinion that says that the change uh, stays the same as far as the halacha. What's the third case? Where does he say that? A robber steals somebody's wheat. He grinds it. He turns it into dough. He bakes it. Now this, he actually does, he keeps on changing it. You know, you take something that's wheat, a kernel, and then you turn it into flour, and then you turn it into dough, and then you turn it into bread. And now he's a tzaddik, this robber, he takes a piece of it for challah. Now he's getting ready to make the bracha. And he has a shiloh. What bracha do I make? No, we say, this is actually the opposite of a bracha. This is Minoids. This is a curse to Hashem. That you know that you make a brach on something that you would have stolen. Uh, so um, the uh, even though it's been changed many times, we see this opinion says it's still tainted. The taint of theft, you might say, well, no, he stole the original kernels and he has to pay that back. But this bread, this has nothing to do with that. This has been changed. It's been grinded. It's been kneaded. It's been baked. Doesn't matter. So that's the, the, the third opinion we see that says that it keeps its same spot. Um, what's the Rav Shem ben Elazar Mahi? Who's the fourth opinion? Rav Shem, where does he say that? Tanya. Klaus Zelm Rav Shem ben Elazar. Well, what happens when the, the robber, uh, it improves... Uh, in the when the robber after the robber took it, uh, and it could be it improved because uh, so for example if he stole a skinny animal and he fattened it up because he wanted to turn it into steak, so he improved it. It's no longer the skinny animal that was stolen. Now he's uh, a month has gone by and he's fed it and uh, it's uh, he's he's changed it. So over there we say yado alo yona. The robber has the upper hand as far as uh, doing shuva. Rotsa notushvacho. Rotsa, if he wants, he can uh, give the money back and say, "I'm going to keep this animal because I I fattened it up. I improved it." 
And if he wants, uh, the other way around, he got a fat animal and now it's skinny, he can say, Here, this is what I took, here's your, here's your cow back. So, um, uh, my kamar, what are we saying over here? If it increases, you can take what you added. If it's less, so there you're actually allowed to give back what you took. Even though it changed, it's still yours. In this case, it changed not because you did something, but you just you let it get skinny. You stole a very heavy animal and you returned a thin one. So Lamora says, but there's a confusion here. If you're saying that it changes, it still belongs to the original owner. So then if it improves also, you should have to give it back like that and not be able to uh, keep it and pay the money. So Amri, the Gemara, they allowed him to do it because they wanted a person to do tshuva. Person should, uh, what we're going to see, unfortunately, is that people get addicted to robbery. They get it. The first time, it might bother them, and the second time, a little bit. That's what they say. The third time, it's a mitzvah already. It's, a, it's business. And so, they, they, uh, and people sometimes want to change their way of life, and the problem is it's too expensive. Uh, it's too hard to make a change. So, uh, to make it easier uh, for those that want to do tshuva, they allowed them to give back what they took, even if it's become skinny. Or, or if they allowed them to, to sell the animal that they fattened up and replace the original. Yeah. Oh, I see. So we see that even though it's changed, he can give it back. So that's, uh, we, that's uh, Reb Shimon ben Elazar. Who's Reb Yishmael? But, but he doesn't have to make repents on this, the cow being skinny when he gives it back. Deterioration. Um... Correct. Uh, well, it, sh- it shouldn't say he doesn't. Um, I certainly let's say see they shemayim he asked to, but he he took the cow, he gave it back. Um, but he's physically making, he's replacing the value of the cow, of the one that he stole and fattened up and sold and got more money for, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not the, it's not consistent. Correct. That was the Gemara's question. Oh. <laughs> so the Gemara answers because of tshuva we. Really, he should have to give back the um, uh, the one that uh, he should have to add money to it for the you know it's skinny now or uh, but uh, because of takana seshavim they let him give it back as is. He's going to say, "Why should I give it back? I I won't be finished. <laughs> I'll still have work to do." Now first, first give it back. The first thing is we want you to give it back. Tell him you're sorry. Stop stop being a robber. Um, you know the. It could be, like I said, that, that he should do more, but they allowed him to do this. Uh, he can do this, he can give back what he took, and he won't have to pay for the decrease in value. I guess he, oh, sorry. He, I guess he didn't do anything to make the cow get skinny. Correct. He just didn't and he didn't gain anything either. He just, you know, the animal just maybe didn't feed it enough or something. Well, well, it costs money to keep it fat. Yeah. What did we say a while back, though, with the situation where the person stole the cow, worked it for 20 years, and then said, oh, here's your cow, here's your cow back? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, I mean, it's in some ways similar. Like, mm-hmm. It's not the same cow. Yeah, right, no. right. So we're going to see about it. There, there are multiple opinions here, but uh, the one that's kind of surprising was this Takana Sashavim, that there are people that want to do tshuva, 
but if, because it's too difficult, they don't. And they keep on stealing and making it worse and worse because they don't know where to start. So the, the, the concept is, this: you took this animal, first give it back. And uh, he's going to say, well, when I go to give it back, he's going to give me a bill and he's going to say, pay back you know, the, with the fatness that it had. I'm not accepting this skinny cow. I want a different cow for five. But the robber, if he has to take money out of pocket, uh, isn't going to change. So first let him change, let him turn over his life, let him learn his living honestly. And then, you know, whether he needs to go back and uh, pay more for more losses, that's a different story. But we allow him to give back the way it is, according to that opinion. Rabbi Shmuel Mahi, what's Rabbi Shmuel? We'll get back to this on Ahmed Bey's in a surprising way. It really should bother us if a person is the one who had something taken from him, so he's going to regret, he's going to, he, he doesn't want... He, why he the the robber doesn't have to make him whole because we want him to do tshuva. That's that bothers us, right? Why why should I get back my skinny cow? I worked very hard to fatten this animal up, but uh, it seems to be that society as a whole is better off if he stops stealing, he, even the person who he took from, and he won't even get that back. You know, like you have to allow. Um, it's a psychological thing if the guy knows that I can't give it back in its current state, he's not going to bother to fatten it up to give it back. He's not going to, and he's not going to give it back and be forced to pay. But if you allow him to say, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore, I'm giving everything back. So even though it's not making the one who he stole from whole, that's Takano Sashavim. They allowed it. Uh, uh, and we'll see that on Ahmed Bey. Not everybody agreed. But, um, but this would say that even though it changed, this opinion says you could give it back in that state. Whether you could give it back after 20 years, that I don't know. That's a good question. You know, that's a, that's a little more extreme. And in this case, like I said, he just didn't feed it enough or it just lost the weight that it gained. I wonder how that works because this society was such a high-level society to try and do something like that in, in, in today's day mm -hmm. would be... It, <laughs> I don't think it would work so very well, would it? No, no, that's... Uh, um, in, in some cases, they do that. And sometimes... Uh, sometimes the the IRS or or, or they have like a, you know oh, just like a, a library a, book you know you yeah, could uh, you know yeah, you could yeah. give it back now and not yeah, pay the fee right, right. right. that's the uh, yeah right a grace uh, that's right I forgot what they call that yeah. okay otherwise they won't get those library books back if you have to pay the fee so this All way right. you could give it in free so uh, where's Rabbi Shmuel the Tanya mitzvah peyalahafish minakama. Ideally, the peya is leaving the field while it's standing, leaving part of the field unharvested. But if you didn't separate it while it was standing, you can leave some of the sheaves. Let's say you didn't leave some of the sheaves. You can leave some of the pile. Until uh, the pile was, um, uh, it was fully piled. Uh, if it was smoothed out, thank you. I'm sorry, until it was smoothed out. There's, there's a stage called Neruach. Uh, Neruha, once you uh did that, then uh, you you obligated the tithe. Even normally, you don't tithe on what's given for the poor. So he's saying, at once you had Neruach, you have to tithe and give it to the poor. You can even give once you made it into dough, you can give pay of a nosenlo. So he holds that even though it's been changed, it's no longer standing grain. It's no longer a sheave. 
it's no longer a dough. You baked it into, you can still be mafrish uh, even later. So all of these opinions uh, in the various halachas say that even though there's been a great change, the halachas still apply. Aren't they going on the wrong side of the equation over here? That's Beishamai's opinion. And uh, that means it's the wrong opinion. That's not the how we paskin. So would we, uh, you got to mention all these people to show that they go like Beishamai. Everybody would agree on these things. Okay. It could be that they, there's no argument in these particular cases that even though it's undergone a change, uh, it's still in the same halacha. Amarava might. How do you know that these are all the same opinion? He only said over there that the change doesn't count. With the dye, the cheap dye, because you can remove it. That's why the change didn't count. And Beishamai only said you can't use the flour and the oil and the grapes because we're extremely sensitive what goes to the Almighty, Mishum Demias, because it's disgusting. Over there, he said, you can't make a bracha on it, even though it's not the original grains that were stolen. We have a concept that you can't do a mitzvah if it came to us through a nevera. You can fix it. You can refatten the animal. And it's only because of Peah. Even if you forgot to leave it, the Torah mentions again, leave it. <laughs> Which, what's the extra leave it? The word Tazav means leave it. Even if you forgot to leave it standing, leave it, leave it in the sheaves. Even if you forgot to leave it in the sheaves, leave it in the, in the dough. Kitema. So the bottom line is, every one of these cases, there may be a specific reason in that case that even though it's undergone a change, we still uh, apply the halachas. It's the key tema ligmena. So um, maybe we should learn from here, even though if, if that's what the Pasuk is telling you, that you can still give matnas anim, even though it changed. Maybe the Torah is telling you a rule, but learn not in all cases. The Morris says, no. Shani, matnas anim is shani. The gifts to the poor are different. To the boy, Rav Yonosin, like Rav Yonosin's question, the boy, Rav Yonosin, my time, Rav Shmuel. What's the reason that Rav Shmuel said you can still give payah? Is it because you didn't change it? Really, you did change it. Over here, the Torah says, even though you changed it, not too late to give. And if you want to say the reason is because you changed it, that doesn't change things. Why does it say Tazov? And what do the rabbis do with Tazov? The Morris said, that's not a question. We have plenty of drushes to use that extra tazo to leave it. What's that? Kinetanya. Hamafkir karmo. What happens if you give up ownership of your vineyard? It's just not worth the trouble. Sometimes people would, uh, this year I'm going to leave that one. So he's mafkir his vineyard. Vihishkim laboker. And then he wakes up the next morning. Now, it could be this was a trick. <laughs> he didn't want to go through all the uh, gifts to the poor. So he gave up ownership. And then he makes sure to wake up first thing in the morning and acquire it before somebody else does. Get it back. Um, is, it, is it that he acquired or he just started harvesting? He acquires it. He takes it back. In other words, well, he was mafkar at, at night. At night, he said, anyone who wants can come and get it. And then he wakes up really early in the morning before anybody has a chance to grab it, and he grabs it. 
Okay, v'hishkim leboker, but you vote through any any harvest is chayav apared v'leis b'shikul peir u'pachim in a meister. Omer the um, there's a so you don't have to be poor to take this then. Correct, it, but you got to wake up in the middle of the night before the owner. Uh, you got to find out when he was changing his mind. So Omer Reb Yehuda, Omer Shmuel Halach, we hold like Rishim Melaser. Ah, did he say that Omer Shmuel ain't shomer lo legan ve legazan el hazikin? We don't normally um, figure out these uh, based in where they meet to, to analyze something. That's for damages. Damages are honest people that uh, by mistake they damage. So they need to have a court tell them how much they owe. But a good-for-nothing robber, we're going to tell him that, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, you fatten the animal, you get this much back, and this and that. No, we, the courts don't do that for robbers. So Bishlam Rava. He said he, it's only talking about things that can be undone. He, when he said that changes stay the same, those are changes that could come back. And when he said that we own based in only meets to estimate things for damages and not a robber, that's talking about damages that can't be undone. Uh, but if there's a damage that can be undone, then the courts can meet. So according to him, it sounds like the courts do deal with it. So as we turn the page, he said that we hold like him, but the one who said that, we don't agree with that. Uh, so um, again, what the actual halacha is, is not so simple. Really, even though the item changed, you should still give back what you took. Why does it say Asher Gozo? Return what? Return the stolen. It could have just finished there. Why does it say return the stolen that you stole? It's coming, the extra, the extra words that you stole say that even if it changed, you still need to give it back as is. Our Mishnah said, you don't have to give it back if you increase the value. That's Mishum That's because we, we allow you to give back the, uh, the value at the time that you took it because we were aware that it might be difficult for a person to do tshuva. Um, the, uh, why, would, why wouldn't he be motivated to give it back if you got the the, the takana, then he um, why wouldn't he want to go ahead Let's, and steal it, mm-hmm. fatten it up and sell it, make some money, and then replace the calf at so, the value that he stole it at? So then we wouldn't let him do that. Now, if, apparently, he has to turn over a new leaf. Now, how they determined that that he's somebody that yeah. turned over, he closed his business, he he's you know no longer doing that, you know, right. you have to when you when when is he a shove? Like when is he and when is he a robber who's trying to get away with murder, right? That's right, but, a, but on the skinny calf side, I understand it. Because there's it's a it's a lose lose situation. Might mm-hmm. as well go ahead and give it back in. Right, and, that's and right. It, 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 new, new leaf. But on the fat the fat cow side, the, there's it's a win for him. Why? Well, it ends up being a win, right? Yeah. But so bec- what's the motive? Why would they do the takana? I don't so he basically he has to give back what he stole. He has to pay the value, and he's he. Let's say he fed it for a month, so he's right. allowed to keep the increase in value that he did. So it's not he's still having to give back what he stole, oh. but what he added to it, he gets to keep. You can imagine it's only going to happen once. 
Right. So in other words, he he fed it for a month. Uh, the value of the feeding of them, he didn't really benefit. He just didn't lose for that month that he increased its value. Right. The first time he may have benefited. Mordecai will say he may have benefited the first time. Yeah. There's a reason. There's a reason. And now he just has to restore the original value that he took. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You, you're saying he made money on the whole trans. He fattened it. He put a hundred dollars of food in, and he got out two hundred dollars. Right. right. You're saying it's a wash. It's a wash still. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I he, guess it could be either one. Right? I mean, he's making. He it could be. He makes a profit, but he ends up returning what he stole. Right. So that's what I'm saying. That if he does make that profit, then where's the motive? But I, I, I think Avi's right. It, it's only going to happen one time. That's <laughs> right. That's right. After that, that's right. That's the, that's the goal over here. Um, we have there, there is very very much this yetsahara that we every Jew you know in his heart wants to do tshuva, and there's something that says it's too late for me. It won't work. I can't do it. And and because of that, a lot of people that's the that's very much like the, um, the one of the Yom Kippur themes is that. Um, Person has to do tshuva for. They shouldn't let any any anybody convince him not to, right. uh, you know, not to do what he could do. Just the, the internal justification. Correct. That's, that's right. But thing. but there's somebody who you know there's a voice that says, well, you won't make it whole anyways. You'll you or right. if you do that, then you you know you you you'll be a hypocrite and you, you know there there's just something preventing a person who would normally really wants to change. Uh, but there, are, so they, that's this takana seshaf. Oh, umi omer of Yochan and Hachi. But do we say that uh, there is this that's takana seshaf? And Omer of Yochan, he hold like a stam mission of it's non lo hisamilin not jitzavu. If he changed it, he's potter. So Omer who Rabban Reb Yakush Shmei Lidima Farshim Minadir Reb Yochan he gone she goes to eat to mishupim. That case is where he stole wood that was already sanded. And he turned it into vessels where you can un, you can take it apart again. And that's where um, it's he's not Kona at Bishinoi. Our rabbis learned. So um, uh, what comes out is that uh, we've been having this question about when there's a Shinoi, but sometimes there's a Shinoi that can be undone, and sometimes there's a Shinoi that can't be undone. Uh, but now we get to this Gemara is surprising, and uh, Tosos is. Uh, uh, has a challenge with it, uh, but we learned the following: and people that steal, or people that charge people for loaning money, and they return it. Uh, uh, you should tell them you don't need to uh, pay. You don't need to give it back. And if you do, the sages weren't happy with you. Basically. They allowed the robbers uh, to uh, turn over a new leaf without uh, having to give back what they took. So Amar of Yochan be May Rebbe. This was specifically the times of Rebbe. Titania, what was the story? A person said, "I've had enough of this life. I don't want to steal anymore. I, you know, Hashem is angry with me." And his wife stopped him and she said, "Reka, she said, you're good for nothing." Or you'll be empty at those tshuva. If you do tshuva, you'll even your pants. You don't know. Now, if you avnate you, what are you going to use to hold up your pants? You can't possibly give it all back. It's too late. But Nim never lo us tshuva, and he didn't do tshuva. Bo'osah shom ragazlan malvaribichik zero. 
So we said from here that let's not keep the bar too high. If they want to give it back, tell them they don't need to. If you receive So let's just pause here and see Tosus. Um, so you might argue that it's like the robber can steal and he won't have to give back. Um, it seems like Tosus wants to say this was a one-time rule. This is never before and never again. <laughs> That's what he told. Let's take a look at Tosus. You may have I'm afraid of Tom. They never did this before that and never did it afterwards. El Lidoro. Rebbe instituted for his generation, all right, you know, after too many people, too many crooks around. All right, let's just all, uh, let's make a, this year, anyone wants to do tshuva, you won't have to return it. Because it happens every day that we accept from people that steal. And of course, we, we judge cases of, of people that's so If somebody charged interest, you can get it back. And the only questions we ask are from Bryce's Davi Rebbe. Rebbe held of this one decree. He held that we should let the robbers keep it and start new. But uh, this wasn't the accepted rule throughout history. Mishnah says you got to pay back. They were before Rebbe. It's a historical thing. People think Rebbe's the author of the Mishnah. That's not true. He's the what do they call it, redactor? That's it. The, the editor. Yeah, Elisha Rebbe Sidram, he organized them, but he didn't write them. They were written not according that you got to return. The Bryces, that was Rebchia, Rebbe's student. That was actually later. Umaisha Mosa Rebbe al Mishnayis, and he, Rebchia added what Rebbe added to the Mishnayis. You can't ask a question for our Mishnah. Rebbe instituted this for people that whose whole, entire life, uh, their whole, uh, they were professional robbers. And they were earning their income from robbery, or ribis, and their entire lives, their houses, I mean, you're talking about people that have been doing this for 20 years. Their, their houses, their car, their clothing, they, they won't have anything. That's, whole estate. Their whole estate. It's all, it's all robbery. This is, the first, this is the first amnesty program. That's what Correct. That's exactly what it is. Right, right. But, but your average robber that's, you know, a little bit young and, and just decided he would try it for fun, well, well he's going to have to pay back every penny. We're just talking about the, you know, this was, you know, people their whole life, and are ready to turn over a new leaf, but they can't imagine giving it all back. In a certain way, um, they have uh, people that go bankrupt, um, that they, they allow them to keep like their house, their cars, certain things. Well, what do you mean? They owe people money and this and that. Well, but if we tell them we got to take it all away and make them homeless, nobody's going nobody's gonna to do it. You know, nobody's going to, uh, because you can't, no, it's too, too much of a bar to, to say, all right, give everything back. You know, you got to leave him something. That's the that that seems to be the concept. Uh, but at any rate, uh, and, and how do you how do you know that this shot in the words? Because it says hagazlanim. There's a certain person that's a regular person that steals, and then there's a person who's a professional robber. He's a gazlanim, or malvi beribis. 
this guy is defined by an interest taker. What do you do for a living? <laughs> That's the guy's a robber. Vikain uh, Roy and also shepherds, Vikol Hanan Amaisi. But um, so the, it's a little, again, this, this Gemara is somewhat controversial in the sense that it was done for that generation and for a certain group of people, but it doesn't mean that every robber doesn't have to give back. It's just that sometimes that's an impediment. A person will say, if I give back, I won't have anything left, so I should. No, the person realizes it's wrong and wants to, wants to turn over a new leaf. Let him turn over a new leaf. Don't let this hold him back. Okay, back to the Gemara. Uh, Mesve. That's where the Gemara is. We just finished that story with the guy that would have to give back his, his belt and his clothing. Um, Mesve. The Gemara has a question. A person's parent passes away and they inherit an estate and they know the estate came from ribis, from interest charge. Kids don't got to give it back. They can keep the money. So the Morris said, Inudu, that implies they can keep it. Ha aviham. But their daddy, if he wanted to do tshuva, he would have to give it back. So I thought we said that you can do tshuva, you don't have to give it back. Really, the father wouldn't have had to give it back had he ch- turned over a new leaf. Why do we mention them? For the next case. If the father left them something specific that was stolen or was ribis, that has to be given back. Because people are going to walk around and say, oh, there's the cow that he stole. So you don't want people talking about a guy after they died that good for nothing, this was the stolen cow. Tani Reish Nami, so therefore we also mentioned over there by that, with Nei Kavod Aviyam, Chayav Lahaksir. And, uh, well, one second. So that's what, that's what we said. That, it's funny. So they're looking at a tarnished, uh, dead, dead person's reputation versus, one why they wouldn't say, oh, those kids, they're, they're nothing. Their whole estate is from... From Ribis. Ribis. Right. Right. They're not saying it that way. It's only, right, because really we're saying that you don't have to give it back if they turn over a new leaf or it's a right. new generation. The only issue is whether people are going to curse out the father every time they see right. the stolen cow, you right. know. They're amazing. driving the stolen, it is amazing, right, yeah. right, right. right. Um, and it's in a certain way, that's what the Gemara is going to ask soon. But this idea that we're worried about a person's covet, this guy was a robber. So maybe like, you know, <laughs> isn't that what you're saying? Like, uh, but, uh, but even a robber, like, um, well, the kids have to do what they can to honor their parent. And so if the father is going to be dishonored, so then they should do something to take away what would dishonor the father. I would say it like that. But the Gemara says, are they still obligated to honor a parent who was a robber? Uh, you're supposed to respect your leaders, but that's if they follow the rules. But if their leaders are crooks, you don't have to respect them. So two parents that don't follow the rules, you don't got to respect. So if a person's father is a, was a crook, so why would he have to respect them? No, we're talking about If they, change, they turned over a new leaf, you got to accept them. My boy Gabe. Well, if, if they did chuvo, so how come they still have the stolen goods? He boy laduri. So more silo hixver laxer ad shemei. They didn't get a chance to before they died. Tashma, come in here. Hagazlan maver yisaf mishigovu maxirin. Even what they collected, they give back. 
What do you mean robbers collect? Either they stole it, then they didn't steal it. Ema, you're right. Ella Gazlanim, which we're calling people crooks. Who are the crooks? The Malve Baribis. Those people that loan money are crooks. They, even if they collected the interest already, they give back. So you see that we um, uh, we don't say that they don't have to give it back. They do. They have to give it all back. So Gamora said, Magzirin, they're supposed to try to give it back for Ain Mehan. But you should tell them you don't have to. So then why should they give it back? Let's see. Are these the lenders or the inheritors the of the lenders? Uh, these, these are the lenders themselves. The lenders yeah, yeah. Okay, got it, got it. Uh, they're supposed to try to give it back. Just and if the it. borrower was a tzaddik, he will say, no, you don't have to. It's okay. As long as you turned over a new leaf, oh, well, you can keep it. I see. I see. Uh, why, why do they beg the borrower? They want to make sure that there's no claim against them. Tashma. So, but that does, this, doesn't prove whether, that, this doesn't prove that they didn't make such a rule. Mm. Haroyim, uh, the... Um, the, the, in those days, people that were shepherds could only do it at a profit if they didn't pay for the land that they that they fed their animals from. Rashi, Haroyim, shepherds, gazlonim, good-for-nothing robbers. Lahim, liros, behemus, basadus, acherim. They used to shepherd their animals in other people's fields. So the, so this person made his living from uh, stealing. Vahagaboyim. And uh, the Gaboyim, these were the tax collectors. Vahamuksin, these were various collectors. The, the Gaboyim, Rashi says, they used to collect the head tax, and, but they would add a little bit for their trouble. In other words, they, the king would say, as long as you get me my tax, you can charge a fee for the collection, whatever you want. And so they would uh, collect extra. Those were the Gaboyim. That's not considered ribbits? That is. We're talking about the bad people now. Haroyim, the shepherds who who allow their animals to eat other people's fields. Vahagaboyim, the people that charge extra when they collect the head tax. Vahamuksin, and the people that make up taxes. Chuvas and Kasha. Their doing chuva is not going to be good. Rashi, Chuvas and Kasha, Shigozo, Harabim, Ve'engne, Duolamig, Hikser. They stole from people they don't even know who to give back to anymore. Uh, and those that they know they should give back so you see clearly that uh, they are required to find everybody they stole from mm-hmm. so the said no, uh, they, they should offer to give back but the people should say you don't need to so then why, do you, why should they offer let's see they shemaim so the said why is it so difficult to do tshuva if you don't know we said you should still give the money you should buy something for the community you should make water um, cisterns and things well, drinking fountains for the community so that sounds like that they do have to do tshuva so that was before the takana. After the takana, they don't need to. Um, we'll stop here. And again, and the there was the hmm. so they don't they don't have to use what they stole to make good things for the public. Um, after the, after, after that takana, correct. I see, I see. Uh, but again, according to Tosus, this was a one time, one era thing that they didn't. Uh, that uh, um, okay. Have a good day, everybody. Be well.